Hello and welcome to Social Media Ministries. My name is Spencer Kaufman. Uh, thank you for tuning in with us today. Thank you for spending the time here. We uh, hope that you will get something very beneficial. Uh, as you know, hopefully the goal of Social Media Ministries is to spread the living Word of God using social media with as many people as possible and to help them understand and interpret the scriptures in the Bible. So that's our purpose, that's our mission. If you don't know that, you know it now. And hopefully you will be willing to help us achieve that and complete that. It is a never-ending mission. So if you can help with that, we would greatly appreciate it. It's really very simple. Uh, simply share the video with as many people as you can, your social media, followers, friends, family, etc. You can share it uh, with the YouTube share buttons below and it'll pop up a whole bunch of different platforms uh, that you can post it on. Otherwise, you can also share it on our Facebook page to any other platform you choose. So hopefully you have subscribed to our channel. Also follow the Facebook page and if you would like to be notified when we post new videos, please click on the bell icon below. Also feel free to like our videos. That would be pretty cool for us to see the likes going on down there. And if you have any questions or comments, uh, feel free to type them out below. So today we are going to be talking about an amazing topic of resisting the devil. So before we dive into that, uh, it's necessary to talk about the devil. What is the devil? So many people just use these terms loosely or they don't fully understand it. We're not going to dive into the devil and the personality of him and the names or characters or whatever. Uh, basically, uh, in short, what it is is uh, the devil or is a term or the evil one is a term. Uh, Satan is what we have given or the name that we have assigned to this devil even though it's not really a name. Satan again is a term or typically the Satan which is someone who's against or adversary, averse, it's uh, opposite or opposing. Uh, but that is the name that now we traditionally call this opposition. Uh, Lucifer was also a, a name and term for them, or him. It is a fallen angel. So this person, Satan, whatever you choose to call them, the devil, was an angel of God, uh, one of God's right hand, really not the right hand, but one of the main cabinet, the council, one of God's chosen angels, very, very high power, uh, decided, kind of like God's first mate. And uh, he decided he was better. Than God. So they had a mutiny, like on a pirate ship, uh, the first mate. So they had a mutiny. Uh, didn't succeed because God is God. God is awesome. And he sent Satan, or the Satan, down out of heaven, banned him from heaven to here, the earth. And so now the devil is freely roaming the earth. Uh, this is not the God's kingdom. This is not Jesus Christ's kingdom here on earth. Their kingdom is in another place. We see that throughout the Bible. They have a heavenly kingdom. This world is temporary. I am not of this world. If you are a Christian, that means you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you are not of this world. Your kingdom is somewhere else. 
We are temporarily here. This is the dominion and the realm of Satan and the fallen angels, the evil people. And this is where we are. This is our battleground. And so while we're here, we need to do a number of things. We are, are called to bring other people to Christ and to show them the heavenly kingdom. And then eventually one day we will go there, uh, whether that's through dying or through Christ coming and, and bringing us there. And while we're here, another job of ours is to resist the devil because this is his realm. It is the realm of Satan. Uh, in the book of Job, you see that when God asks, where are you? Where are you coming from, Satan? Oh, from roaming the earth to and fro about it. So this is his, his dominion, his realm. He has authority here. Uh, he still has to ask God and consult with God before he specifically does anything to any one of us. But uh, as we see in, in Job and in the book of James, we're always under attack. Uh, Satan already has the non-believers, the people who are cold. Uh, so he wants to attack those who are hot or who are lukewarm, who are going to become hot, hopefully. So we need to resist the devil. How do we do that? Let's turn to James 4, 7. This is going to be the core verse in this message today. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me. Again, James chapter 4, verse 7. If you don't have your Bible, don't worry. As you can see, I'm kind of back and forth between the between you it's because I am turning in my Bible to James all right here we go 4 7 so I'm gonna read it to you because this verse is gonna be the core of the message today submit yourselves then to God resist the devil and he will flee from you Okay, that's it it's very simple. We could end it right there. Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. All right, so there are three parts to this. But before we dive into those three parts, take a minute and understand how powerful this verse is. Okay, it is very valuable. It is some instruction. Submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So if you submit to God, we've had a couple messages on this before about the importance of committing to God, being fully committed, uh, not being lukewarm, being hot. So you need to submit to God. And if you need to know how to do that or what to do to fully submit to God, I encourage you to check out those videos. You can do so, cards above, links, playlists, all of that kind of stuff. Check out our channel, and you will see them there. Submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. He will flee. That means he will run away. The devil will run from you. Think about that. This is his world, and he will run from you because you are here. You are more powerful than he. Not you, the God in you. God in you. Jesus Christ in you is more powerful. So let's dive into it right here. So within this great verse, there are three simple points. Two of them are instructions. The third is a promise. So first, you must submit yourself to God. That means totally. You must totally surrender. Again, we've had messages on this before. I'm going to get into it a little bit here, but I encourage you to watch those other videos. You have to fully submit to God. 
So totally surrender. Give God full control of everything in your life. Now, if you are a Christian, meaning you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you've asked him into your heart, then you can now, you have given God that control. Maybe you haven't fully let go of it. You're lukewarm. You still are holding on to some things. If you fully let go, you become hot. You're on fire for Christ. You accept that everything you are given, everything in this life, in this world, is not yours. Your kingdom is somewhere else. You are taking care of it here. God has given it to you to use. Everything here is a tool for you to use to further the purpose that the Lord Jesus Christ has given you. Remember that. So submit to him. Now, if you have not done that yet, it's really very simple. You need to recognize that Jesus Christ died for you. God sent his son because he loves you. Jesus died for you. You are a sinner. You are not a perfect person. Jesus, without sin, became your sacrifice. He died. He took the punishment for your sins. And you can now be with God. All you need to do is accept that. So you, you accept Jesus. You ask him to become the Lord over your life and you allow him to lead you and you follow him, you no longer control everything you do. Now you seek God, you ask God, you share God with others. He is Lord over your life. You do that and you become a Christian. Now you can submit to him, totally surrender. He has full control over your life. You must seek him in all you do. How do you seek him? Well, read the Bible. fellowship with other believers. Talk to God through prayer. Pray. You can also do other things like Bible studies, devotionals, uh, meetings with others, discussions, watching videos, listening to biblical podcasts, things like that. That's how you seek Him. Once you have done this, you will be able to follow the second instruction. That is resisting the devil. Now, you may say, well, if this is the devil's home turf, how do we resist him? It's pretty tough. That'd be like me inviting you to my house and then you avoiding me in my own house. And then eventually I run away from you out of my own house. Well, that could happen in one of two ways. Either you come in and you are so horrible in my own house that I have no choice but to flee for my own safety. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about you. If I'm inviting you into my house, you're coming in and you are so awesome and powerful and right compared to me that I have to flee because I am so afraid of your righteousness. And that's what we're talking about. We are talking about you being filled with God. God is coming into your life. Jesus is in you in you. He lives in you. And you are now showing the devil that Jesus is in you and he is so afraid of our Savior Jesus Christ that he will flee from you because he, Jesus is in you. Don't believe me? Let's take a look at some Bible verses. So you can't do this alone, number one. You can't do this alone. You have to have Jesus in you because the devil is a very, very powerful being you cannot underestimate him. He is evil. He will trick you, torment you, lie to you, 
steal, cheat, destroy, steal, kill, and destroy, as the Bible tells us. He will do everything. He is so evil, there is not an ounce of good in him. That's how bad he is. You can't, it's, it's beyond comprehension. So the devil will beat you if you are alone. You cannot be alone. You need to seek God. You need to be with God and with other believers. So a couple verses here. We're going to dive over to Ecclesiastes 4.12. Now, Ecclesiastes was written by the wisest and the wealthiest man ever to be on earth. That's Solomon. So let's check it out. Ecclesiastes 4.12, if you're there, follow along. If not, listen up, because we got chapter 4, verse 12. It says, Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Now this is traditionally a wedding, uh, read in weddings, about how you know, you're supposed to be together with your wife, you become one flesh. Uh, you know, how can, uh, right here, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. One may be overpowered. Two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. The cord of three strands, a lot of people take to mean man, wife, and then God coming together, which is true. But even more importantly, and to the point today, is if you associate with other believers, two can defend themselves. So if you guys, if you decide, you know what, I am going to be a missionary or I am going to go out and convert others to Christ, you don't go alone. Look at the disciples in the New Testament. Every time they traveled out, they went out together. They went out with other people. When they were alone, they were uh, attacked or something happened. You need to be with other believers. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. If Solomon wanted to, he could have gone on because four is more people. You have more people. You need to be fellowshipping with other believers and learning more. That's one way to seek God. And that's also a way to resist the devil because three strands, the devil cannot overpower you. If you are alone, that's when you are at your worst. When you're by yourself, you can be attacked. So if you're having a bad day, you're depressed, you're anxious, you have some type of mental thing going on, anxiety, depression, panic attacks, whatever they are, that is when you do not need to be alone. You cannot be alone during that part. You need to be with someone else because if you're alone, the devil will attack. So submit to God. Why do you submit to God? Why don't you submit to other people? Well, you submit to God because God is more powerful than the devil. You alone are not more powerful than the devil. Human beings, we are not. With God in us, we are. So let's go over to 1 John 3, 8. That's in the New Testament toward the end. Turn with me. 1 John 3, 8. Okay. It says, He who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. All right, then it goes on to say, No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in him. He cannot go on sinning because he is born of God. All right, what does that mean? Well, we have here that he who does what is sinful is of the devil. You are not a perfect person. I am not a perfect person. 
we sin, we do wrong, we lie, we steal, we cheat, we do all kinds of other things, that's sin. Sin is of the devil. Every time we do that, we are showing our allegiance to the devil. We are showing our true evil nature. Now, if we ask God to be in us, we invite Jesus into our hearts, we are no longer of the devil, now we are children of God. God is in us. We will stop sinning, or at least do less of it, because we are trying harder, and we will be of God. God will be in us, and with God, we will be able to resist the devil, because he is in us. All right, so that's how. So the first thing, again, submit yourselves to God. So you have to seek him, Bible, prayer, all of that kind of stuff, fellowship. Then we resist the devil. How do we resist the devil? We can only resist the devil by stopping sinning. So that means have God in us through seeking God. It's kind of a two-part. By trying to be more like Jesus, we are being less like Satan or the devil, and we are becoming more like Jesus. So we are sinning less, we are doing good, and then the devil cannot find himself in us because sin is not in us right here. He who does what is sinful is of the devil because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God remains in him. So if God is in you, sin is out of you now. Yes, of course, you'll still sin. But you will do what you can to not sin. Let's go to 1 John 4, 4. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Who is the one in the world? We've talked about this. It is Satan, the devil. This is his domain. So, you are from God. You have overcome. What have you have overcome? You have overcome them. Who's them? Evil. Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Them, evil, is evil spirits. It's about the spirits. So, if God is in you, you have overcome the evil spirits. And you have overcome the world because the one who is in you, Jesus, is greater than the world. Now you can defeat the devil. You can resist the devil with Jesus in you. Think about this. Jesus is now in you. You can resist the devil. Okay? Now the devil will flee from you. Let's go on to Galatians 2.20. So turn with me there. This says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. You're dead. You are no longer alive. You have been crucified with Christ. Maybe not you physically. Your sin has been crucified with Christ. But Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Or you. For you. For anyone. This is a very powerful verse. What this is saying is you are no longer alive. The second you invite Christ into your life, you are no longer alive. You have been crucified in Christ, with Christ, on the cross. Your sin is gone. The old is gone. The new has come. As a matter of fact, 2 Corinthians 5.17, we turn there, is how you are a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. This is from God. Your old self, your sinful nature has died, crucified with Christ on the cross. It's gone. 
Christ is now in you. You are a new creation with Christ, God in you. You are now able to overpower the devil. And now the devil will flee from you. Remember 1 John 4.4. 4, the one who is in you is greater than the one in the world. So it's not you, it's God. God is overpowering Satan. Because God is more powerful than Satan, you can now resist the devil and he will flee from you. So how great is this? Huh? This is unbelievable. Once you have God on your side, once God is living in you and you submit to him, you're hot. You're out there. You're reading your Bible. You're watching these sermons. You're watching other messages. You're attending church. You're reading devotionals. You're listening to stuff. You're talking with people. You're hot. You're on fire for Christ. Christ is alive in you. The fire is burning inside you. Your light is not going to go out. You're going to let it shine. The devil sees you have submitted yourself to Christ, and he is scared. He knows you are too powerful. You have God in you. How can the devil win? If God is, against, is for you, who can be against you? No one. No one is against you when God is for you. Yes, of course, people can still be against you because they're against God. But God is in you. You are more powerful than they. God is fighting for you. Be still. The devil will flee from you because the devil knows he is no match for God. God has beaten him time and time again. And we live in this thing we call time, relative time. Okay, God is outside of that. He has already defeated the devil. The devil is done. Man, with God in us, has defeated the devil. Remember the curse of the snake? Our heel will crush his head. That, that's not just like, oh, we're going to just step on snakes. No, there's more to it than that. This is way back in Genesis, in the beginning, the fall of man. We, with God, can crush the devil. <laughs> Take enjoyment in that. If that doesn't make you smile, man, you, with God, God is in you. First of all, God in you is a very, I mean, I how can you even grasp that? God is in you. Not only that, now you can defeat the devil on his home turf. This is his world and you can win. You can win. You defeat the devil. Not only can you defeat the devil, but the devil will flee from you. He will run. He will run away. So, James 4.7, again, powerful verse. Submit yourselves then to God. You are God's. God is in you. Resist the devil. You resist the devil by having God in you, by trying your hardest to be more like Jesus, to not sin. And now all of a sudden, the devil flees from you. Because the devil looks at you and he says, wait a minute, I can no longer see myself in that person. You're a mirror. If you sin, you're reflecting the devil. You're being holy, you're reflecting God. Be holy because I am holy. Not me, but God. The devil looks at you and he says, wait a minute, this is no longer a mirror, it's a piece of wood or something. No reflection. I cannot see myself in you. I will run away. You must continue to be like God. Be holy. It's your calling. Be holy because he is holy. One of your callings. You have many callings. And you have many purposes. Submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for these inspiring and powerful words of James here. 
knowing that we can resist the devil, that if we submit to you, you are in us, the devil will flee. Lord, thank you so much. There is so much joy in that. I ask now that everyone listening and everyone watching here today, that they would know exactly what it means to have you, Jesus Christ, as their Savior, living inside of them so that they can overpower this world, that they, with you, inside of them, can fight the devil and win, that the devil will be so afraid of the goodness and of Jesus Christ in them that the light that they shine will make the devil flee, even though this is his world here, that they will be more powerful with you in them. And the devil will flee, and that one day we will all go to your kingdom, your heavenly kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. So again, I want to thank you for spending your time here today, for tuning in to Social Media Ministries and to this message. I hope that you have found it inspiring and very joyful that the devil will flee from you. And I really hope that you will consider helping us with our mission of spreading these words to as many people as possible through social media. So share it on as many platforms as you can. All it is is clicking a button. Also, I hope you subscribe, click the bell icon, be alerted with new videos. If you want to support the channel in more ways than that, feel free to contact us. We have other things that we need. Uh, you can support us with uh, equipment or whatever we need there. Um, monetary donations are always encouraged as well, but mainly the mission is sharing. So help us achieve that. Thank you so much for your time today.